Hi, this is David Key. At Quo, we've worked for the last 20 years with many of the world's best-known travel brands. During this unprecedented global crisis, our world of travel has changed, possibly irreversibly. This series will see us speak with many global leaders to understand how they see the future of travel. Good morning, Philip Lardinger, Chief Executive Officer of the Flemings Hotel Group. Welcome, Philip, to the future of travel. Hi, David. It's a big honor to be here with you. And uh, as I've told you already, I'm a big fan of your podcast, so I'm very much looking forward to this. Philip, how can you share your thoughts? Um, how serious, how devastating is the virus today and in the short to medium term on the German economy? Well, um, David, I think. Um, this virus is uh, it's a total disaster, not only for the um, hospitality and, and restaurant industry, but especially for, for our industry. Um, just a few days ago, the Hotel and Restaurant Association, the HOGA, um, came out with a survey um, which showed that 70% of uh, hotel and restaurant um, operations are in severe danger of uh, going out of business within the next weeks. So, um, this alone shows you the, uh, the situation we're in. That's incredible. Philip, how bad is it for commercial real estate? Um, it, for commercial real estate, it really depends um, on your tenant structure. Um, there are um, there, there, some, uh, some commercial real estate uh, um, are hit much harder. Um, especially for us as being um, um, overly exposed in, in, in hotel investments, uh, the effect is uh, extreme um, because nobody, really not even the, the big players, um, are able to pay rent at the moment. Um, so, yes, it's, it's not a very comfortable position. I can imagine. Uh, uh, are the banks already seeing defaults within in the real estate in the real estate? I mean, not just in the hotel business, but are there are there reports of of serious damage to 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 the real estate industry? You know, um, the 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 elephant in the room is how long will this shutdown? How long will this pandemic um, uh, uh, be around? So. Um, you know, if it's over and, and nobody is, is really expecting this at the moment, um, fairly soon, the, uh, the, the effects that you mentioned, uh, defaults, etc., um, I don't think um, we will see a lot of them because people will have enough reserves. Um, the longer this uh, pandemic um, and, and the shutdown um, is happening, um, the more those reserves will be depleted the more pressure on all uh, players uh, will, will mount. And um, eventually, we will also see defaults. Um, for us, being a, a family business, uh, being a, uh, we have always, um, we're very conservative in our business, in our I mean, investment approach. And also, and I think this is the, the most important point to make here, um, we always valued long-term relationship 
um, over short-term opportunity. And, and that's why we were able to negotiate with all our banks. And, and I also want to take a moment uh, here really to thank of all of our bank partners, really. And we managed to uh, come to agreeable terms um, for the year 2020 and are now negotiating the future of 21 and 22. That's great. That's great. Philip, the, the, the government um, has largely, the German government as well as the Austrian government, has largely globally been applauded by the media for its handling, its, some, its preparation of the crisis, um, going into the crisis and the management of the crisis. Um, do you believe that the same success, that the German government will have the same success coming out of the crisis, and how much impact will that have on the immediate future of the economy and the tourism business or the hotel business? Well, um, I mean, there, there, there are two parts to your question, really. So uh, the first one is, yes, uh, the, the German government um, um, is, is probably the most active in, in providing help to uh, individuals and also companies. Um, the, just this morning, I, I read an article where they compared the help packages around the globe and Germany's help package amounts to about 35% of GDP and is the biggest in the world. Um, so, of course, this uh, is softening the blow for the moment. Um, that being said, um, I think it's also fair to criticize, um, and, and I think this is true to all Western governments, for not have, uh, um, being um, uh, reacting earlier, because um, we have all seen the, the virus and, and the pandemic uh, develop in China. But... Um, we were all a little bit ignorant and it's not only the government, it's also the industries and, and, and especially us, I think in the hospitality industry being such a global and, and, and globally connected industry and nobody really saw it coming before, you know, we were in the midst of the storm. Um, coming to the second part of your question, yes, the, the, um, the, the, the social effects and the effects for, for, um, for the people will be managed better here and um, um, don't forget you know Europe and Germany has a, has a history of being a social welfare state and uh, this is helping of course the people and, and also the economy um, but let's be honest um, Germany's economy Europe's economy and, and, and especially um, the hospitality industry we are very uh, international industries and we depend on, on, on the whole world so um, a real end to this uh, pandemic will only can only be a global ending to what's happening to us. We're talking about the social state, and obviously the impact of the German government on the social state is significant. Do you think that the pandemic, the 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 the, the after the the post virus, will have a positive impact? on society in terms of sustainability, in terms of environmentalism, in terms of climate change, in terms of health, how do you feel it will, how, how do you think it's going to impact society in Germany? 
Um, you know me, David, and, and uh, I'm a very optimistic person. So um, I always try to see the good in, 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 in everything that's happening to us. So I'm also here, um, and, and I'm saying this really very humbly and with all the respect, because I know so many people are, are severely affected, and, uh, and we should not forget, you know, a lot of people are dying from this. But um, that, that being said, uh, looking forward as a society, um, I do believe there's a, there's a fair chance that, um, that we will come out um, a, a different society, a more sustainable society. Um, to that point, um, I've read, a, uh, I've, I've come across a, a great quote of uh, Mark Carney, uh, the former uh, uh, governor of the, of the Bank of England. And um, he said, um, local resilience will be priced over global efficiency. Um, and, I, and, I, and I think this is very, very true. And um, so economically, I think the, the value of having reserves on each, on each level will be, um, will be seen as, as something valuable again and um, as an asset. Um, and this is true for, for individuals, for companies, and um, uh, for, for uh, states and governments and as a whole. And I think in, in, in the last years, um, our, our um, hyper-globalized economy, uh, we've become too dependent on, 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 on this amazingly oiled machine. And um, now we see that the disruption, the effects of a disruption. So I think um, reserves will be, will be put in on, on really on, on everything, on, on the whole spectrum. So um, in, a, in the post-corona, um, I think people would think more carefully whether it's maybe worth to spend a, a few cents more on a, on a mask, but being able to produce them locally or in your region. Um, and this is just uh, one example. Um, also, the, the level of, um, of leveraging will be reduced because, again, um, I think banks and, and, and other market participants will want to see um, reserves and, and commitment from investors. So this is again a, a chance for a, for a company like ours, um, who had or who always had the more conservative investment approach. And in the last years, you know, where the the aim was always higher and and more, and and and, uh, um, and it was very difficult to, for us to find suitable investments. So I think you know this can be a chance for players like us. Lemmings um, is a significant owner operator um, owning both residential um, other commercial real estate and of course owning hotels um, given your position as an owner operator given your strength in terms of real estate which is why I was referring that to that before how much of a benefit is it to you today um, how much comfort does it give you um, having, having these assets in terms of the current crisis? I think it's a tremendous asset and, 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 uh, to have. But that being said, of course, we face the same uh, situation like every other market participant. Um, but because of our um, really 
long and 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 uh, and, and very fair and uh, partnerships um, with our banks and, and other partners um, we were able to find solutions and reduce complexity to a degree because if you have a um, a situation where you you are the tenant and you have a landlord and the landlord has a has a um, uh, has a bank so you have much more stakeholder to manage and of course you know we could kind of uh, take out the middleman and um, as as Flemings hotels you know uh, and, and being uh, one organization um, with, with Flemings asset management we could directly negotiate with our banks and with all the other partners to find the um, solutions um, also, you know, it's a big difference if you if you um, if you postpone, for example, amortization um, to a later stage in, in in 10, 20 years, and and I think it's fair if you look at the the lifetime of a real estate, it, it doesn't really matter, you know, to pause your amortization for two, three years to overcome this crisis. Um, this is, of course, not an option if you only rent. Because uh, no landlord will be able to to uh, forgive the the rent, so um, it will be it will be just um, um, uh, it will be suspended to a future date. But you will have to pay it um, anyway. So this is a, a huge advantage. But again, um, it's only an advantage for us because we have always managed our loan to values, and we've never been. Uh, overly aggressive in our investment strategy. So I think uh, this is paying off now. Do you think, and it's easy to say now, that the structure of your assets and of your hotel portfolio is ideal today? And if not, recognizing, as you said yourself just now, that we went into the crisis all sort of within a week or two and we're right in the middle of the storm, and you look at your portfolio, given that, given that the world is probably going to be pretty volatile for the next few years, what is the ideal portfolio in terms of an asset heavy or asset light? And um, how, would you, how would you evolve that, given also the market conditions and possibility for acquisition, etc.? It's a lot of questions. <laughs> a lot of questions. Um, so, so, so uh, to, to the first part of, of your uh, question, I think, um, you know, in the past, we have sometimes been uh, criticized to having uh, too many products in a, in a fairly small is, um, is king at the moment because um, we have, uh, uh, you know, with our Flemings Express, we have a budget brand. Um, which, which is, uh, um, and especially the, the, the budget brands uh, would benefit from the situation, as well as uh, um, lifestyle brands, as well as, you know, the, the big meeting and uh, business brands. So um, having a, a diverse portfolio, I think, um, helps us um, or will help us to come out of this because of the different segments in the market will, um, will, you know, will come back at different pace. So this is a good thing. Um, second, um, being owner-operator gives us much more flexibility in terms of, of product design and going uh, to market. So we are currently working on two new products. Um, we, uh, um, we are working to, to bring to market the Fleming's residence because we believe the, the extended state of residence market um, 
you know, um, has a much brighter uh, and, and earlier uplift than, than other more traditional um, hotel brands or hotel products. And we are, um, we are currently developing a Fleming's hostel brand um, because we, we strongly believe that the next years, you know, price will be king in, 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 your, in, your, in your product uh, mix. So we are creating this. And of course, you know, we, uh, being the, the owner operator, being the owner of the real estate, we can, we can uh, put to market those new products much uh, faster. Did that answer your question or did I miss the, the second part? You missed half of it, but we'll carry on. Let's talk about Fleming's Hostel. Um, in terms of the uh, concept itself and the perception of the concept by the market, will it be core Flemings? This is too early to say, but, um, uh, you know, um, I know some good experts, some, uh, some of whom I'm speaking to right now who will consult me on this. Um, no, all jokes aside, it's too early to say at the moment, it's, it's, we're thinking about the product and, and, and really this idea is uh, not even a week old. Um, and we, we're now designing and thinking of, you know, how the product could look like and then later about the naming. But the critical thing, the critical thing is speed to market at this point, right? I mean, in order to react, you can't take... It, it, we have to get to market quickly. Oh, for sure. And, um, and again, I think uh, being a, a, a family business and, 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 and being a coming um, in, in, within our DNA, we are um, extremely um, entrepreneurial. So I think it's, it's a great advantage, you know, to have this in our DNA. And um, we have maybe much less problems than uh, than other players in the market to go to market quicker and you know maybe if only if the product is done 80 percent and and you know we'll fix the last 20 percent as we go and um, so if you look at our the whole history of our company we've always um, been extremely entrepreneurial and, and and open for new ventures and and um, i'm i'm convinced you know we will um, show the same ability going to the future we, I talked about it in the last question, actually, but um, one thing about acquisition, obviously the volatility, you talked about 70% of the market possibly falling out. This for an owner operator such as yourself, such as your, your, your family, does it present opportunities? And will you look to the future with more risk or similar risk that you're taking at the moment? You know, um we all woke up um, one morning in a, in a different world. So um, I think everybody needs to be humble enough to um, adequately price in risk. So of course, you know, we are also doing this and um, we are reducing um, risk at the moment. Um, we, um, we also uh, stopped some uh, projects that we had going. So of course, you know, um, to a degree, yes, we're taking, slowing down. But yet, as I said before, you know, we, we are still looking forward and are always scanning for opportunities, but it's a little bit too early for this at, at, at this stage of time, because um, for me, in order to, to really being able to, to uh, make um, substantial investments now, new investments, I need to have a better understanding 
of uh, uh, how this pandemic will end. And um, currently, you know, nobody knows. And we're all hoping uh, for, for a fast vaccine, or, um, but um, nobody knows when it will end. So at the moment, of course, we're very cautious. Would you look to Asset Light? Um, for sure, this, this will be our preferred, um, uh, going forward, our, uh, in the beginning, our preferred um, mix for growth. And um, we always look at the whole portfolio mix. So um, at the moment, we are extremely um, asset heavy. Um, and we feel very comfortable that we can um, add about 30, 35% of assets, you know, uh, in, in the total mix being asset light. And, and, and again, I think um, um, this is a great opportunity for us at Flemings. So for the, in the first stage of, of when the markets um, at some level um, stabilize and we see an end of this, you know, the first part of growth will be through an asset light strategy. And then later, you know, when we have uh, even uh, better understanding of values of, of, of the new financing environment, then we will be taking the, the in the second phase, we will uh, add um, asset heavy investments again. Philip Blodinger, uh, Chief Executive Officer of the Fleming Hotel Group. I just want to thank you for your uh, candor and, and, and for, your, for, your, for your truth on the future of travel. And from all of us, we wish you only health and safety and take a lot of care. Thank you, Philip. Thank you very much, David. <laughs>